Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast. This is number 63. Thank you for listening to these. I really enjoy uh, doing these and giving you guys a little bit of a glimpse of uh, some of the things that the guys do on the island and some of the, the, the issues they have and some of the uh, uh, problems they have on the island. And they're all trying to get off the island, trying to be like Weston Pike. And uh, so it's interesting to talk to different riders and find out what they're doing and why they're doing it and everything else. And when it comes to that, uh, a rider on the line I have right now, I definitely have a lot of questions for. But first up, uh, FXR Racing. You go there, go fxrracing.com. You go there, type in the code PULPAMX30. You can save 30% with FXR. They're a huge supporter of privateers. And there's many guys out there running FXR uh, each and every week, and they're designed by racers for racers. Please check out their 2019 stuff out now. Of course, Kyle Cunningham, Jimmy Dakotas, Kyle Peters, just some of the guys that wear FXR, Jess Pettis as well in Canada. And please check out FXRRacing.com and use the code to save. Also, to Racetech Suspension, Racetech.com. The best you'll ever have. And uh, you go there, test it, uh, test the code out, and they'll give you a discount on getting a rebuild on your suspension, getting your vintage stuff dialed in, getting your modern stuff dialed in. And uh, when it comes to suspension, Race Tech has everything covered from uh, forks and shocks and everything else that you want to know about. So thanks to uh, those guys as well. Uh, Tyler Medavia, Michael Lessie just using Race Tech. Ben LeMay using their motors and suspension. Race Tech will have you covered. Please check them out. Use the code. Save with those guys. All right. Like I said, my guests on on the line interesting rider interesting guy I'd like to find out exactly more about his uh his program in, in privateer island life number 63 logan carnow what's up logan how are you man what's up man life is good i uh, appreciate you having me on yeah thank you i, I appreciate it. i didn't know you were a listener we talked a little bit in montreal and and uh you're you listen to the public show so that's pretty cool thanks oh yeah every week I'm just fiending for Tuesday morning to come out so I can just listen to it. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you on that one of these uh, one of these days for sure. Um, hey, so uh, interesting deal. I didn't know this about you. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Montreal and we'll talk about London and the Rockstar Triple Crown and all that. But one of the things you do is you've been racing in Quebec in Arena Cross Series uh, all summer. That's interesting. How did that? How did that come together? How is that? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I uh the team that I ride for is out of uh, out of Montreal. So so his guys have been doing this series for a really long time and um they asked me if I wanted to come race it and they were going to you know kind of hook me up with some money to do it and treat me super good, give me hotels and everything and so the weekend after the weekend after Las Vegas Supercross, mm-hmm. I drove from Vegas to Montreal, met up with my team and then we went to the first race. Uh, and it, the first first race went great, and kind of just stuck with that all summer, and had a blast doing it. Yeah, that's cool. It's really interesting. So, you were on the PR two strict racing Kawasaki team. Who who is that? How did you meet them, and how does that go? Um, he's just a guy out of Montreal. He's he's always he's always just loved the sport. He's always had guys riding for him, and um, I actually used to use uh, TLR Performance. He does engines uh, for a lot of the guys, and. I used to use him and um, Julian, who owns PRMX, uh, contacted Todd to see if he knew anybody that was looking for a ride or anything. And uh, he threw my name out there and met with Julian. And ever since then, it's been, uh, it's been going really good. That's kind of neat, 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 uh, neat deal. So, making any money? Do these things pay okay? How do these things pay? 
Oh yeah, pretty good. I yeah. mean, I haven't stressed about money all year, and that's uh, that's something new for me. I've been doing good, and uh, the payout comes with it. I love it. Yeah, uh, for people who don't know, there, there's always been like, I have a bunch of buddies who used to race Canadian Nationals, and you know whether it's uh, Rivera de Loop or uh, Saint oh. Teet. What other? What else is there? Uh, this year there was. Uh, God, I probably can't even say half of them. Yeah, Momani. Riviere de Loup, Matane. Uh, yeah. The other ones. I, I, no, it was yeah, there's just – so these things have been in existence forever. And every uh, – from Mike Jones to Tom Carson to Rich Taylor to all the Canadian pros over the years have done these Quebec arena crosses, and they're just insane. They've always paid pretty well. Uh, they would be on off weekends when the guys would be out east uh, on the Nationals. And – I mean, they are a good time, from what I've heard. I've never been to one. Well, I did. I raced, I raced one in 1991. It was an outdoor mini stadium. It wasn't indoor, but oh shit, there you go. Yeah, but 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 they're huge, right? They're they're really big. They're really popular. Yeah, I mean, the, the stands are normally packed. I mean, it was cool. Like coming from Supercross, I'm basically a nobody in Supercross. I mean, this year, and then I go there, and I'm like a celebrity. It's, <laughs> a nice little change of pace. <laughs> yeah. And they are they are so much fun. Like everybody just wants to go have a good time. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's awesome. Tracks are pretty easy, I imagine, for a guy like you. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're real mellow, but it makes it makes for good racing. There's a few guys up there that uh that are really good at those races and makes for good racing and yeah, it's fun. Um yeah. Maybe we shouldn't even be doing this because another other Americans are going to hear this, Logan, and be heading up to Canada, to, to northern Quebec and I stuff. Um, how'd, you, <laughs> how'd you like being in Quebec? Did you stay between rounds and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I would stay in Montreal for if there's like two weekends in a row of yep. racing, I would just stay there. But if they're just a one-off race, unfortunately, I would pretty much just come home and then go back to the next one. But the money was fine, which paid for my fuel and everything, and they got hotels and yeah, it was just a cool deal. I was pretty fortunate to pretty much keep racing since A one. Yeah, cool. no, that's a that's a that's a really good deal for sure. Um, who are some of your competitors? Are, are just local Quebec French Canadian dudes? Yeah, the couple guys, Carl Norman. Oh yeah, he, I've heard of him. He's kind of the guy up there, and uh, Dave Blanchett. He's another good guy in that series, and Alex Morin. And uh, there's a few guys, and then Riviere de Loop was. Stacked. They yeah. got a bunch of guys up there. They got uh, like Brees and Van Buskirk and Cartwright and Bubba Pauly right. and a bunch of guys. Carlin Gardner. So that one was pretty cool. Yeah, dude. So stories I've heard from the after parties from these arena crosses <laughs> in twenty years is amazing. It's phenomenal. It's just oh yeah, like oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to going back there next yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, man. All of my buddies, like I said, that race pro back in the, they all have Riviera de Loop stories, and and they're oh, the, yeah. at, that's at, actually how I bet how I met the Noof. I met him at uh, I think it was Riviera de Loop, and that's why I'm wearing Atlas Atlas right now because I introduced myself, and yeah, he's super sick. Was he racing? Oh yeah. This oh yeah. Like three years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. Noof, no, Noof, Noof's never given up as you as you know, never given up on the dream. Oh. Yeah, he crushed in that AX series. <laughs> third place, bro. Third overall. Third place. I know. That was pumped for him. Um, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's. Hey, listen. Whatever it takes to make a living and and make some money, right? Like, um, it's cool. It's it's neat that you found this little niche and and your team. You know, obviously they're a big part of that. Uh, Strict is a Canadian gear company as well. So, um, 
Yeah, man, it's kind of a neat deal for you. Yeah, I'm pretty much half Canadian. I think I'm up here more than I actually am in the state. <laughs> I, I love it up there. Uh, how's the poutine intake? Are you staying away from it because you're trying to be an athlete? Uh, I can't like it. I, I, I'm trying to force myself to like it, but I just can't. Come on, bro. You got it. yeah. I, I know. I'm basically Canadian and don't like poutine. I yeah. guess, I'm, guess I'm not that Canadian. I, I got Harmon to try some near the end of the summer, and he loved it. He thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, Montreal, and uh, so we're into we're into the fall series, the Supercross series, the Rockstar Triple Crown. Your team's doing that as well. Uh, you're you're two for two in, in, in for getting seconds. Jess Pettis just slightly better than you uh, both rounds in Montreal and in London, huh? Yeah. Well, I actually got third at, at London. Moff and Byer beat me. Oh, did last. Moff get you? Okay. I thought you got him late in the race. Yeah. Like, All right. No. No, he was riding good. Yep. But yeah, I mean those those races went great for me. I don't think, I mean anybody there was expecting me to basically compete for wins, and I kind of surprised myself as well. Like mm-hmm. all the all the guys in this who worked for the series came up to me and were really surprised and stoked in how I was riding. And yeah, it was a it was a good couple of weeks. I had a blast. Uh, I thought Montreal went pretty well. A tough track, right? Like decently tough track. Yeah. Oh yeah, track was awesome. I. I mean, there was a bunch of fast guys in the 450 class that just brought, I think they were just running stock suspension. Yeah. And it was a full-blown SX track. I mean, I think the whoops were bigger than any <laughs> round of Supercross all year. Right? They were, I know. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. I love I love big whoops. And I was I actually messaged Kyle Thompson. I was like, please build please build big whoops. And I think he might have done that because of me. Maybe, <laughs> huh? Calling, thank you. I kind of always clicked with whoops. So yeah. I think that helped me. Um. Well, hey, you got to give yourself some credit here. Uh, you've made Supercross main events before, so I mean, you know, you're no slouch as far as like racing with these Canadians. When you say that, you know, nobody expected you to compete for wins. I mean, come on, Carnell, you've made Supercross mains. I mean, let's let's be real uh, here. Yeah, I just, it's kind of just I'm just like hit, I was hit and miss all this year. I had a couple of good races, and I just didn't have it have it in my head. Like I just didn't feel like I belonged all year. And, Doing these off-season races is like winning. My like, mm-hmm. my God, I can't remember the last time I won anything. Yeah. And just now that I'm racing like bigger races now, like this Triple Crown Series, I'm, and I'm fighting with like Pettis and stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Just crazy what like a little bit of confidence can do. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, you you got to show up. You got your bike's got to be ready to go. You know, you got to be have good suspension, a good motor, and then, I mean, you almost got to ride with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, like you belong in there because. Yeah, if you're kind of meek or you're kind of not sure of yourself, it's Supercross, you know, in Monster Energy Supercross, they'll eat you alive, man. It's it's gnarly in the 250 class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always, like, throw down good practice times. Then, I'll get, then I would get on the gate and just look next to me, and I'm like, man, I don't. I feel like I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year now that I got confidence and my fitness is good and everything is kind of coming together for me this year. Yeah, and like you said, you're making some money so you can focus more on just, you know, being professional and – and training and, and yeah. all of that, right? It's not so much of a of a week to week struggle a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um so Montreal went well, second place, third in London. Um then London though, hey, how is the lighting? It looked dark. Um I didn't really have a problem with it. I no? mean I I mean my eyes aren't even the greatest and <laughs> I I really didn't have any problem. A lot of people were complaining about it, but a lot of people were complaining that they couldn't see in the whoops. But yeah. 
No, I, I had no problem. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, well, maybe it just helped that you couldn't see. You just sent it every 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 lap, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, probably. Um, what are your plans for next year? Have you know Have you talked to anybody or else about anything? Or uh, PR two did some supercrosses in the past. Do they want to do it again? Uh, PRMX, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do it again with them this year. I'm going to try to do the whole series, yeah. probably the whole series on a 250F. So come East Coast, I'm going to be ready to go. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully after Supercross, kind of did what I did this year. Same, yeah, same program, right? Um, what are you? Are you super? Yeah, are, just be a lot faster this year for next year. Are you? Are you over the outdoors or what? <laughs> you rather run oh, Supercross dude, program? Through outdoors, I hate outdoors. <laughs> I've done like two, two or three Canadian nationals, and I got like, I suck. I'm not very good at. <laughs> but you grew so. up racing, riding outdoors. What are you talking about? Oh man, no, I ain't about those. Um, <laughs> like you're gonna go out there and basically grenade your bike every single weekend for what two hundred dollar paycheck? Yeah, like, no, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'll stick with the indoor stuff. I'm, I'm a lot better at it too, and the the money's better. And just for me, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I hear that a lot from guys. You know, I really do, and I and I can't. I don't have a comeback for that. Like you make good points. It's really hard on your bike. It's really hard on your body. There's not a lot of money in it. Like there's not a. I don't have a whole lot of comebacks for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get so much. I get so much hate by like a bunch of people. Like, oh, you should be doing the pro outdoor series. I'm like, I'm do. I'm I'm actually trying to do the right thing this year, hitting the races where I can make some money and yeah, just have fun. And, right. Yeah, like I said, it's not going to do anything with confidence if I go to nationals and go twenty five, twenty five. Like, right? Probably not even going to make any money off of that, anyways. No, it's tough. Absolutely. You got. And, and how old are you right now? I'm twenty three. Yeah, I mean, dude, you got to start making money. You know what I mean? Like, you got to start yeah, thinking exactly. about this as a career. Yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, number 63, Logan Carnell on the show talking about his domination in Quebec, just killing Quebec Arena Cross. I don't know about that. Um, have you won most of the rounds, or do you have, did you have win the title, or did you have a big, do you have a big points lead, or how does that work? Yeah, actually, I won the title. Okay. kind of cool. Um, the first race of the series was actually the same weekend as uh, Vegas Supercross. Okay. So, I was a race behind going into the first, into well, my first race. Yep, yep. I was 25 points down and won the first race, just picked up a couple of points. And then Riviere de Loop was the one that really helped me out because I was actually able to take the win at that one. And um, since all the other faster guys were there, all the other fast like, yeah, yeah. American guys went like first through six, which helped me out a ton. And then I won every one after that except one. So I ended up winning by like, eight or ten points or oh, something sweet. So yeah. pretty cool uh how's that strict gear how is it how do you like it oh i love it i'm super tight with the owner dan and kind of sends me designs and i'm oh, starting cool. to work with him and uh yeah so like when i'm done racing i think i'll uh i'll be able to work with him and yeah i'm already helping him out with a ton of stuff and yeah i can't thank him enough it's a pretty cool cool opportunity so you mentioned supercross being a little tough for you you did make daytona How'd that go? Yeah, like, I, the, the, just the confidence thing. Yep. Like, I, I just had none. Like, I got dead last starts at every single race. And, I mean, every time I did get a good start, I would stay up there. But I just never did. And at Daytona, I got the whole shot in the LCQ and just rode around in second the whole race and easily put it in. Ended up 15th in the main. So, yeah, 
if I could just hit good starts, which my starts have been on point um, ever since I started racing these races. So um, hopefully carry that momentum here. Well, Daytona is a little different race. It's more supercrossy than it ever was in the past. But do you think that helped you a little bit? Did Did you feel more at home for some reason at Daytona? Not really. I have no idea why I did okay. this. Okay, <laughs> I, I stuck it outdoors. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> no what you said, idea. right? Yeah, yeah. Brayton's whole story was like pretty similar to mine. I was like, it was my best race of the year, and I completely am not good racing outdoors. So I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, but I'll take it any way I can get it. <laughs> yeah, if you were to tell me which which race Brayton would be least likely to win, I would have said Daytona. You know, absolutely. Oh yeah. So. Um, Absolutely, yeah, and then, yeah. How'd the rest of the series go? Like, did you come close a few times? Or did you get some LCQ finishes, or, or how'd the rest of the series go? Um, I didn't really have any great rides. I, I got fifth at Boston in the LCQ. I went tenth in my heat, fifth in the LCQ. Oh, at Boston. oh that dude, those days. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, and other ones I was just seventh, eighth, ninth, like not really ever fighting for the podium spot. Mm-hmm. But on the the ones that ones I did get a good start, I was right there. So. You uh, you did crush it in Pulp Mix Fantasy as well for that Daytona, by the way. Did I? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Crushed it with I'm going to have to start playing that. My buddy, you probably know Travis Selnicki. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. he's big into the Pulp Fantasy, and he's actually trying to get me into it. We, we were traveling a lot during Supercross together, and he was trying to explain the whole point system and everything, and I'm still <laughs> a bit confused. Yeah, it's a, it's a handicap system. It makes it funner to play than just picking – you know the top five guys or whatever you can if you pick logan carnell you can and you do it you can kill it you know you can crush it if you feel like you're you're gonna make the main so it's it's funner to play i think with a handicap oh yeah for sure he would he would give me a hard time saying like if i qualified like inside like the top 22 he's like dude i'm picking you for fantasy and you better not let me down (laughs) and i let him down (laughs) and you let him down each and every week i let him um what about moving to 450s? Is that something that you want to do or full-time and try that? Or what's what's the, what's the outlook of that? I, and I ask um, that because LCQ money in 450s is better than 250 main money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to just do the West West 450 this year on yeah. my 250 um, just, to, just to keep racing. And Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I was thinking about doing it this year, but me and my team were talking and i'm riding the 250 so well right now i really don't even want to change a whole lot yeah so yeah i'm just going to kind of keep doing what i'm doing and hopefully it works yeah the money in four for these is just i mean i tell people that all the time on this podcast show at some point you you know when you need to make money you can you can get fifth at sixth, seventh and the four for the lcq and that's equal to like fifth or sixth, and or maybe even higher in 250 main event so. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There was a few races this year, actually, on the East Coast. I just did it, did in the 450 class because I was struggling a little bit. Yeah. So that, that helps out a ton. Right. Um, hey, so why Cowie? Uh, you rode Hondas at one point, I remember. Um, why Cowie? Why'd you switch? Or how did that come about? Um, well, it was just a team thing. He's, he actually is sponsored by a, a Kawasaki dealership out of Quebec called Pelletier Kawasaki. And okay. they help they help us out with demo bikes and stuff like that. So. We've never really had a choice but to run Kawasaki, which I actually really like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did ride Hondas at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, in uh, 20, 2015. Okay. Yeah, thought I remember that. Yeah. Um, hey, so you're from Ohio. 
Very, very uh, good motocross land. Lots of fast riders have come from Ohio. Lots of tracks. What do you remember about your growing up in Ohio? And, and did you look at Brock Sellers? Did you know Sellers? Is that somebody who you want to be? Yeah, actually, I knew him a little bit. When I was on, like, an 85, I went to his house and did some riding. And if I see him at the track, he'll still come up to me and shake my hand. And, no, yeah, he was always super cool. And, yeah, the motocross team here when I was younger was really good. I mean, we, we normally had full gates and some good riders. I always battled with, like, uh, like Cade, Cade Clayson. And, uh, yeah, we've been friends since, shit, probably since I was seven years old. We grew up together and... Yeah, a few other guys, uh, Jeremy Hand, a uh, bunch of guys from around this area. Um, yeah, Ohio's good, right? Like, good tracks and, and everything. Like, I don't know. I just always yeah. always had good riders come up through there. Yeah, the motocross team here is actually pretty good. There's a ton of tracks. I mean, there's probably 15 tracks within yeah. two hours in my house. Right? I know. And, like, other places, you're yeah. like, you don't have anything, you know? But Ohio's right. always produced good riders and good tracks, and when you look at you know, past Loretta Lynn's champions and things like that. Uh, Ohio's done pretty well. Speaking of Loretta's, did you ever go? Did you did you make it? Did you? I know you just talked about outdoors and how it hasn't gone well. But when you were a kid, yeah, I went when I was probably like twelve years old and sixty-five and eighty-five, and I got like I think I got twelfth and thirteenth overall, so it went okay. Okay, yeah, but then soon just you started. Did you notice yourself as a kid, like? 14, 15, 16, you're, you're gravitating towards Supercross a little bit? Yep, for sure. From being from Ohio, I grew up doing, like, the amateur arena cross state stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Um, always kind of focused on that. And I think that's where the Ohio dudes shine. They, like, Willie Browning and Gibson and all those guys from yeah. Southern Ohio. All, uh, I mean, pretty much Tyler Bowers, too. Oh, was Bowers up there a lot? Because in Kentucky, he'd go up there? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, you can ride in. You can ride in the winter, right? There's these barns with tracks and stuff. Is that is that still around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a place called Ram Jam. It's actually like, uh, shoot, probably only 15 minutes from my house, and they have an indoor track that's open all winter. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff's kind of neat for you guys, for sure. You know, we growing. I grew, oh, up, yeah. I grew up in Manitoba. We didn't have anything indoors. Like it was nothing. They could just bike just oh, sat man. there. Um, hey, so Monster <laughs> Energy cool. Cup. You you want to do Monster Energy Cup? Yeah, that's the plan. I haven't gotten like a full confirmation that I'm racing, but hopefully they come out with that list soon. <laughs> um, yeah, for that, is it? My plan is to do it though. You uh, you contact Feld. Is that the deal? Just to ask for an invite? Is that kind of how it works? I, I guess. Yeah, I, I I I send in my information and everything, and I I think I should be okay because I mean, there's some guys that are racing it that i beat on a daily basis so Uh i think it's kind of all about who you know and yeah a little bit right yeah we'll see hopefully Um, hopefully get that in but will you ride your 250 there yeah yep yep i'm gonna head to california right after that as well and start training oh wow look at you whole deal man um oh yeah and and yeah i mean and hey don't forget next summer you get to run the number one for quebec arena cross Oh man, I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> that's awesome. I already got them printed up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty sweet, man. Um, so yeah. a lot of driving for you back and forth to get back. That's what you're, you're not flying, are you? No, it's actually not super far. I yeah, mean, how is it? How far is it? Montreal is only about ten and a half hours from my house, and then once I get there, normally we all just drive together. Yeah, all right, that's not so bad. So you can make it in a day, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so used to it now. It's not even a big deal. I probably went over the border, shoot, probably 10 to 12 times already since Vegas. Yeah, and you're always just like, hey, I'm going to go race. I'm going to go ride my dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting good at going over the border now. You got <laughs> you got to be straight up with your answers and eye contact and all this stuff. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You're absolutely right. You really do. Which uh, which Canadian Nationals did you do? I did I did RJ Motorsport. Yeah. Um, I did freaking go for Dune. Oh my I god! That was my first one I ever did too. <laughs> How'd that I go? Qualified pretty good. I qualified like 11th. Yeah. And then I had bike issues actually in both of my motos, and I went DNF, DNF, just some fluke things. But Oh, man. And then a couple other ones I DNF'd and just just wasn't was not enjoying my time up there. Yeah, especially not Gopher. Oh, God. That, oh, my God. Not right. much fun, not much fun for that. Um, who do you ride with? Who do you I ride with? Oh, go ahead. I said I went up and watched Gopher the next year. I was hurt. Okay. And they actually left, like, half of the track rough from last year. Like, the pro section, they didn't even touch it. So, first lap of practice, it was, like, already super gnarly. <laughs> that is digger it for you. Hurt. Digger. <laughs> um, what? Uh, who do you ride with during the week? Do you have a training partner or a riding buddy? Not really here. I'm normally down in either Florida or Cali. Like, when I'm in Florida, I'll ride with my buddy Max Darling. I stay with him most of the time. And actually, RJ Hampshire was cool enough to let me come out and ride at his place uh, throughout the week. And, yeah, he was a big help for me this year, for sure. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, what's his place like? I haven't seen many photos of it or anything. Like, not a lot. RJ keeps it, keeps it pretty, pretty tight. <laughs> oh, it's beefy. Like, it is the beefiest Supercross track I've ever ridden. Like, it took me a few days to go there and even hit anything. Yeah. Like, it was scary. But once you get the track dialed, yeah. the, is it, it's not so bad. It looks a little sandy, is it? Um, No, just okay. one corner. It's kind okay. Of it, it's kind of pushed up against the wall. Right. But yeah, other than that, it's pretty, pretty hard packed. Uh, PulpMX30 is the code to use at FXRRacing.com to save anything that at FXR Racing that they got, they got there. Plenty of uh, of great goodies. Uh, 2019 stuff is out now, of course, and uh, they got different gear lines and casual wear and, and, and winter wear and, and you name it. FXR Racing basically makes it. Use the code PulpMX30 to save at FXRRacing.com and also to race tech suspension. Uh, go there, um, call there, mention PulpMX, get a discount, get your oil changed, get your stuff resprung for you, revalved for you, whatever you need. Uh, race tech will have you dialed in. They got a huge vintage stuff as well that they absolutely kill it on. So thanks to FXR Racing and Race Tech for making this uh, podcast happen. Really appreciate it. Logan Carnow on the show. Uh, Number 63 in the Privateer Island profile. So um, I guess, like we said, you're 23 years old, Logan. You're, you know, you're, you're focusing on what, what you do well, which is indoor racing and making money and everything else. Um, if you start making mains in Supercross, I mean, that's the next step for you, consistently making main events, right? Yeah, I think, I think this year I should be able to. Like, if my starts are good, my, my speed's always been there. It's just uh, the starts have kind of held me back but yeah i think this year if i can just put in some good starts i don't see why i shouldn't be in every single main event come east coast and uh how about getting in seated practices did you get in many of those at all um i was in i think i was just in like 
two two practices in the A group this year. Yeah, it helps, doesn't it? Pretty, it does help. It's a little scary <laughs> when you're kind of the yeah. slower guy in that practice because they basically treat that practice like a like a heat race. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it was cool though. I jumped in behind a few good guys and got some of the rhythms down and yeah, kind of kind of picked up on some of their lines and and still qualified good and yeah, it definitely does help. Yeah, some guys don't like it because it, you know, like you said, it adds pressure to you. It kind of, kind of stretches you out, wondering if you're in somebody's way. But for me, I think it'd be great. You tag behind somebody and just follow them around and try to follow them around. Yep, exactly. It's it's good in a way and kind of bad in a way because when you're in B practice, you start a heater lap. You know nobody's going to catch you. Yeah. A practice. Yeah. You start to do a good lap and somebody starts catching you and you just start shitting your pants a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a good that's point. Get out of the yeah. way. Of- well, hey, when you're in those A practices or you're in the main in Daytona or or there's a factory dude, you know, you're racing in a heat race, are you sometimes like, look, I'm sure your bike's good, you know, everything else, but it's nothing like a factory bike. Are you sometimes watching these guys come out of turns and jump stuff or whatever, and you're just like, ah, shit, like, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of the jumps these guys are doing, I like on track, I'll be, there's no way in the world that you're going to do this. And they go out and, like, second lap, jump in this, like, triple, and I'm yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. You listen to some of those factory 250s, man, they just sound nasty. Like, they're just like, oh, oh my so God. good, right? Especially the, the Yamaha 250s just sound like boats. Like, they're just... <laughs> They are great. They sound crazy. Yeah, Yamaha's really got something going on with their with their motor design and the way they've you know the way they do it and 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 then on top of that they're modified as well and and they are great bikes. I mean, even people on other teams are like, yeah, we're getting close to the Yamahas. That's what they're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like nobody wants to admit that ever. Yep, exactly. Uh, well, tell your team to get sponsored by a Yamaha dealer, Logan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But they are good. They're, there's just no doubt. Um, yeah, they're good. Uh, all right. Anything else in the off-season plan outside of Monster Cup? The re- the other two Canadian ones are in November, I think. Yeah, not not really. Other than that, I'm I'm going to go back to Quebec. There's another arena cross race, kind of just an off race. Okay. Um, next weekend, so I'm going to have to leave Wednesday for that. And then I'm gonna leave straight from there to go to the Monster Cup, and then after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to California and live with my trainer, and yeah, kind of put in a boot camp. He's actually my trainer actually works with um, uh, Peter Park, who oh, okay. works at DC Roxton. Yep. So I'll actually get to I'll get to know those guys. So that'll be cool. I should be able to like cycle with them, and yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm that. Yeah, it'll be neat. Yeah, and uh, and maybe the seven deuce deuce, bro. He also he lingers around there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I know deuce deuce a little bit. He <laughs> let me come and ride to Steel Ranch one day. He's awesome. Yeah, he yeah he's great. He everybody who love everybody who he meets, he, he's he's their best friend. He's he's their best friend. So yeah. You pretty much can't just like. No, it's it's really tough. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast. Logan Carnell. Hey, man, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to get to know you better. Thank you for listening to the show and all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you see me at some races, uh, come on over and say hi. And and uh, and thanks for your time. And nice job uh, so far from the Canadian Rockstar Triple Crown. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Um, does this mean I'm a friend of the show now? Friend of the show, Logan Carnell. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Yeah, we can, we can do I that. Like that. Um, believe me, hey, next year if you start <laughs> if you start making mains next year, you're really going to be a friend of the show when you start killing it in fantasy for everybody. 
So. Uh-oh, cool. Yeah, people... And also make enemies at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, there are some downsides to doing it, for sure. Uh, no, man, I, I like what you're doing. I think that's really cool that, um, you know, you're out there, you're, you're doing this series, and, and it sounds like you're making all right money, and, and that's what you got to do, man. I love it. It's a privateer island life uh, story where you're grinding out a living. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, awesome, man. Thanks for the time. Yeah, have a good one.